I was on my own and I actually approached women and started talking to them and it went horrible. Hi everybody and welcome. I've done the previous podcast more like I'm doing my YouTube videos where I'm just talking really fast and keeping my energy high but this is a podcast so it could be a bit longer and I could share a bit of my life in here. So I'm doing it in a free form, one long recording, hopefully I wouldn't have to cut it. So Today we're going to talk about how I'm an introvert with social phobia or social anxiety. It's just, it looks better on the title, SEO, and you know, a little clickbaity. And how I became a successful public speaker. Now I don't do public speaking actively, I did it actually once, but I have no problem of doing it, doing it again. It's something I'm not interested at at the point. But we're going to talk about how if you're out there and you're listening, how you can muster strength and become social just as I am. Do note that it doesn't happen overnight and it's a process that took years for me to do and still to this day, I'm not a social creature. I can function in social scenarios and I can talk like a social person and if I'm telling people that I have social anxiety, they will look at me in a weird way because there's no way I have social anxiety. So the first thing you need is drive. And back when I was in school, I still had drive of changing myself. I wanted to come to become better because if you don't have the drive to change yourself, then you won't do it. As I said, it takes a lot of work. So even though I was a very introverted kid and had social anxiety, when I finished school, I actually worked at a very frontal job. Then I worked at customer support, which actually meant I needed to talk to people on a daily basis. So the drive was there. And if you have a drive, tap into it. This will be what pushes you forward. And then I went to college, which was the biggest change of my life. Because in college, I discovered that I cannot study on my own. And some college degrees might allow you to do that, but I've learned computer science and damn it was hard. I'm really good at software development, but when it comes to math... I'm just, I'm just a mess. So during college, apart from studies, I actually discovered that I needed to be more social. And it wasn't something that was, um, it wasn't something I was aware of. It's something that just, I can look back and reflect upon. Drinking some tea. But I had no choice. I just started to study and was, I, my head was all in studying and making sure that I passed that degree, which was a bitch, let me tell you. And during that college, I met a friend. This friend was the complete opposite out of me. He was an extrovert. He was great with the ladies. He was smooth. He went to parties. And I just wanted to be like him. Now when I'm wiser, I actually don't want to be like him. But if you have a friend or if you see someone that is social... Don't be afraid to approach him because this guy actually liked me very much and this is where my change started to happen. Because you see, being social is actually a skill. There are a lot of things out there that we think we can't do, but social is actually something that we can do. Anything. We can do actually anything and anything is a skill. And once you start applying that mindset that anything is a skill and anything can be taught, it would be much easier for you. So get the drive and get a friend that is social. So we started to go to parties and again, I'm an introverted person and I had social anxiety. I still have it to this day. So going to a party with a friend that I barely know was a leap of faith for me. Back then, he also gave me audiobooks about coaching, how to talk with women. And 
I don't remember a whole lot out of it. What I do remember is mainly being proactive. And by proactive, it means that instead of just coming to a girl or actually just a guy uh, or, you know, doesn't have to be romantic. If you just want to approach someone, instead of asking him, what's your name, where you're from, start telling him about yourself. Even though it might sound stupid, even though that person might walk away, it signals that person that you're interesting because what most people would do is actually ask a question. But if you just approach them and just start talking about yourself or ask something about yourself, like for example, one of the famous examples there was, um, hi, I want to get a tattoo. What do you think it should be? Or even not that, something more structured like, hi, I want to get a tiger or dinosaur tattoo. What do you think? You actually ask a person a question, but the question is about yourself. You're actually opening up a discussion. So there are some opening lines and you can search Google. You can do it until you feel more comfortable actually asking things that are more akin to your personality. And this is the other thing apart from the drive is fake it till you make it. I'm a huge believer in fake it till you make it because this is the only way I made it thus far. You need to believe that you can do it. So I went with this friend on parties and he partied, he got laid. I don't know what he did there, but we arrived at the party together and from there on I was alone. It was a conscious choice of my own because I could tell him and I might have gotten a girl through him, but then what would I do? Where is my progress? So what I actually did, I went to the party and I was on my own. He was like the drive of me to get there, but then I was on my own. And I actually approached women and started talking to them. And it went horrible. It went completely horrible. It was a disaster. It was one of the most awkward things I've done in my life. And still to this day, I cringe looking back at it. But it was very liberating because at a certain point you realize that nobody cares. That girl you just talked to, she wouldn't remember you in a minute. That person you just approached won't remember you in five minutes. Especially in parties where there are people involved that aren't from your work or social circle. Nobody cares. And I've done it a few times and I've became a bit more comfortable with myself. This is how I started dating more women. This is a whole other story and about dating more women, I mean like one or two dates until I actually met my wife. And when I met my wife, it was a bit different and it's probably a topic for another podcast. But back then I didn't even search for love, which is what I found my lovely wife. And having a girlfriend, having a wife, well, back then she was my girlfriend, now she's my wife. Having a girlfriend is actually one of the biggest confidence boosts you can have. Because then you realize that not just that nobody cares about you, it also feels more comfortable because if you approach someone and you talk to them, you know it's not romantical because you already have a girlfriend. So you don't have any expectations there. And worst case, if they say something awful to you or they just reject you, nobody cares. You still have your girlfriend that loves you. Life is good. And this is one of the great confidence boosts you have. But if you don't have a girlfriend yet, don't worry. We're not talking about that. So after I finished my college, my confidence levels were pretty high. That friend were not in touch anymore. We're not talking anymore. Apart from it's, it's mainly my fault because I'm not good at uh, keeping in touch with people. But he really helped me. And then I went to work as a software developer because I finished my, I finished my college degree. In the first few years, I worked as a software developer and the skills I've learned in college and being social really helped me. It was 
easier to be approached in work and talk with people, doing some small talk, even though I hate it to this day. And then I joined the community, a community of like-minded people because I really loved software development a few years back. It was a very big community here where I live. Again, I won't disclose it. And I joined the community. So I started talking with other people who also shared my passion of software development, and it was awesome. And then I actually wanted to be a software developer advocate, which actually means that if you have a product, then you're marketing it, but from the perspective of a developer, which is a very interesting job. It usually entails writing blog posts and talking in conferences. And I really wanted to do that. So my path was sort of laid in front of me. I needed to be more active in this community. Now, you don't have to actually follow my path. You don't have to be that active in the community as well. But I suggest you join a like-minded community, a community of people just like you, where you can talk with them. Because it's much more comfortable talking with people about the subject you care. Personally, as an introvert, I hate small talks. I hate talking about the weather and what I did on the weekend, especially since I'm mostly at home watching Netflix. I love talking with people about the meaning of life, about sci-fi, because I love sci-fi, sci-fi shows, horror, deep things, deep analytical things about life. So if you can join a community of people that think just like you and you can talk with them, it would be much easier. Suddenly, being social isn't so hard. You love it. So back when I joined the community, I also wanted to be more active. So I started mentoring other developers. And this was also a stepping stone for me because I wasn't just talking with people. I was actively helping them. People were actually coming to me and asking me for my experience to help them. And this was really, really intimidating intimidating at first because I had, um, how do you say it? It was really intimidating at first because I had imposter syndrome because I'm working a few years in software development, but I'm not sure I can help you. But it was great because then you can teach people about what you know. It opens up your social circles. And this advanced me even further into actually managing the community. I started managing it with five other people and it was one of the hardest things I did. And before I started managing it, I also started to publicly speaking. And this was frightening, but the community prepared me very well. So what they did is actually, we call it dry runs. You prepare a slideshow about a topic. I was talking, I think, 45 minutes. It was a topic I really loved in software development. So of course, it made my life much easier because I love the subject. I know the subject, so it's much easier. And then after like five dry runs and practicing in front of the mirror every day in front of my wife, my wife is really poor. I probably did a headache in her head. Yeah. But after practicing a whole lot, I did my first public speaking. I think it was like 200 to 300 people. And surprisingly enough, I'm actually good at publicly speaking. Hold and behold, you might be good at publicly speaking as well. Again, public speaking is just a skill just as being social. And then I also publicly spoke at a conference, a big conference here where I live about software development, which was outside of the community. It was great. And I'm not doing it today anymore because I fell a bit out of love with software development and I left that community because I burnt out. But the key takeaway that I can teach you here is that you need to put yourself in awkward places. Remember that being social is a skill. Tap into this drive of being better and improving yourself. 
Go to parties of people you don't know and maybe grab someone who's very social and just stick to him, ask him for some advices. YouTube and the internet today is a great place to actually check how to talk with people or check some opening lines. Be proactive when you talk to people. And remember, fake it till you make it because in the end, being social is a skill. And I hope I help you today in this podcast, in this freeform podcast. Of course, I've cut a few things because there was like a short pause where I, for example, forgot to talk about imposter syndrome, which is really weird. It's a word I should remember. So if you enjoyed, make sure to like it wherever you're listening it to and make sure to share it with friends and make sure to even bookmark it somewhere if you want to hear it again, because being social is a skill. And make sure to also follow me down on Medium because I'm writing almost almost every day, I wanted to say, but it's not really every day. It's a few times a week. Thank you. <laughs>